Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone and welcome to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host Gerard Gibbard in the Element Wealth Studios along with Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day with facts fodder and fine music morning Rhino. Howdy howdy. Your weekend sir? Oh my weekend was uh, about as good as it could have been because it got started off, I'll, I'll start it off Thursday with the draw in Mexico for U.S. soccer. Okay. And then got confirmation on my new place, got confirmation on the movers, state baseball won the series, and yeah. then U.S. soccer last night beat the pants off Panama, all but assuring they get to go to the World Cup. Now, if they win, draw, or even lose... By less than six goals on Wednesday, they get to go to the World Cup. So I think I can breathe a little easier. So after all that lining up, plus a really great chapter of One Piece this weekend, I had a great weekend. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, the uh, The weather was favorable. That was the best part about it. So got out and played a little golf. You can tell I'm a little tan in the face today being out in the sun. But uh, it just feels like spring is in the air right around the corner, as they say. However, tell us about this weather we're expecting Wednesday. Yeah, if you, uh, if you made it through this past week's weather, it's going to be round two. Second verse, same as the first, a little bit louder and a little bit worse. Same percentages, same kind of weather forecast this Wednesday for the majority of the Magnolia State. If you are in the northernmost counties, especially right along the Tennessee state line, or if you're right along the Mississippi Gulf Coast, you may not be impacted as severely. But for right now, everybody else in the middle of the state and in the the extremes, 70-mile-per-hour winds forecast again. Potential for tornadoes forecast again. Except this time, they had the wording in in the little brief they didn't have last time which the wording this time is the potential for tornadic outbreaks Dang. i don't want that nobody wants that jeez please spare us please we we're a gosh it just seems like every time there's a cold front moving through it's always associated with really severe drags with it really severe weather including the possibility of tornadic activity had to bust out of the studio last week, fearing one was headed, based on your very alert and accurate reporting, when you said, 
hey, there's one headed right for the Renaissance. That's in the path of my house. And had to bolt out of here. Uh, so I pray to the Almighty that uh, the great state of Mississippi is spared and this front moves through with minimal severe weather. That's what we hope for. At 1020 today on Middays, we've got Super Talks on Ricky Matthews. He, of course, is uh, the host of Coast View and Super Talk Outdoors. That comes up at 12 o'clock today at, at its regularly uh, appointed time. He's going to be talking about wildlife legislation. You know, those zany legislators had their conference weekend, big time. And uh, so we're going to get an update from Ricky on, on the uh, status of wildlife legislation. And then at 11.05, Russ Latino, president of Empower Mississippi, will be in the Super Talk studios. Russ and I will discuss tax reform. That's kind of the big news, I guess, coming out of the conference weekend. And I went down to uh, a little event, Crawfish Boil, down at the Trademark. Nice day for it. Saturday. That was uh, after the legislators exited the Capitol not too far, adjourned. And uh, so ran into a lot of those folks, including Russ. He was down there as well, and he at that point kind of Shared with me, looks like we got a deal. So that's where we are. We're going to dig into that in great detail. Uh, what that means to Mississippians, it's fair to say that it fell short of the goal of fully eliminating the income tax. Does not do that. However, the door's still open on that. And, and let's be honest, even if that had been enacted, given that it occurs over an extended period of time, with triggers to do so, it's always subject to change. Those those elected to office in the legislature and, of course, in the governor's mansion, the, the triad involved in lawmaking, they can change that. So the more compressed period of time over which these sorts of laws are acted upon and and execute, the less likely is the chance that they will be amended and changed. But anyhow, that's what we got. We're going to dig into that, uh, and that should be fun. So, <laughs> in the meantime, you bought any gas lately? <laughs> you got to bring a wheelbarrow of cash to, bring, to buy some gas. Noticed yesterday, I was riding between places with a buddy of mine and uh, we noticed gas at one location was well over four dollars i think it was 407 408 and then at the end of our journey wasn't that long of a trip about 30 45 minutes across town yeah it's 386 yeah well and it's uh we've talked about that for all a function for the most part of timing and uh receipt of supplies the supply of gas, refined, ready-to-use fuel from the various distributors, and that, of course, is controlled by refineries who refine the stuff and buy the raw material, petroleum, by the barrel. Senator Bernie Sanders, though, he's got a plan, because Bernie says it's... Of course it's, he does. <laughs> it's corporate greed, it's price gouging. 
course, let's be honest, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders, give me all your money. <laughs> he detests capitalism. He loathes profit. He wants none of it. Give it all to him. He knows how to spend that money. So he has introduced a plan. The plan is thus. He wants a windfall profits tax to be imposed on any oil producers, oil and gas producers, that are larger than $500 million in annual revenue. Here's the way it would work. You take the price of oil as of the end of 2019, which comes in at about 57 bucks per barrel. And you then subtract that from the price of oil in a given accounting period on average. Right now, let's say it's 100 bucks. Let's say it's 107. Actually, I think I just saw it's 106, so I'm not far off. Say it's 100, 107. So $50. He wants to take uh, 95% of that $50. 95%. What is that? 97, uh, 47.50, I believe. And he wants to take that and confiscate it as a tax. That would be so an oil producer on any given, let's say, month take the barrels that they produced and determine the difference between the average at the end of 19, the pri- the average they sold those barrels for currently in the current period, the difference in those two numbers, if it's as I suggested in the example, 50 bucks. He wants to take $47.50 per barrel and send it to the federal government. And what are they going to do? Send you a check. Oh, that won't have an inflationary impact, will it? His idea and the Democrat idea of solving every problem. Yes, I'm I'm banging on the set desk here. Because it's true. Take from this group, filter off the top, give it to that group. That is the only solution they got. And these are people who absolutely would fail miserably in the private sector. Bernie Sanders couldn't run a freaking lemonade stand. My money's on the 10-year-old down the street to succeed. He is a government animal, like so many of them are. They simply could not succeed in the market because they add no value. They only understand Take from them. They got more than them. Oh, so I'm going to take a little bit and then give it to them. That's exactly what he wants to do. Pay no attention to the fact that the oil and gas industry, and I'm not crying for them, but in 2020, they lost their ever-loving shirts. What are you going to do then? You going to give it back to them? See the problem with that? We got to also talk about the latest proposal from Joe Biden, the new billionaire's tax. That's after this break from the Element Well Studios. When we return, Ricky Matthews, host of Coast View and Super Talk Outdoors. Stay with us. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians 
at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Your Mississippi Braves are back at Trustmark Park to defend their league title in 2022. Help us celebrate during the opening weekend, April 8th through 10th. First 1,000 fans on Friday, April 8th receive a championship pint glass and stay after the game for post-game fireworks. Early arriving fans on Saturday, April 9th will get a magnetic schedule plus stay after the game for another post-game fireworks show. The opening homestand concludes with Sunday Family Fun Day on April 10th with a 2.05 p.m. matinee. For tickets and more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein. If you're getting married soon, I want to personally invite you to Juniker Jewelry's annual wedding ring festival. It's eight big days, March 25th through Saturday, April 2nd. Come shop the state's largest selection of diamond engagement rings and ultimate wedding bands by our top designers. They'll be in our store with the latest wedding ring designs for the bride and the groom. Plus, our popular stackable bands and diamond bands that will fit up against any engagement ring. Buy your wedding rings this weekend at Juniker Jewelry's wedding ring festival in enjoy free engraving inside your rings and free layaway until your wedding with no finance charges. Plus, enjoy 12 months no interest financing for a qualified buyer. This is the weekend made for love. Juniker Jewelry Company's annual wedding ring festival. So bring your honey and your money. It's two big weekends, March 25th through Saturday, April 2nd. Now is the time to buy your wedding rings. Juniker Jewelry Company, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct Diamond Importer. We're with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. You know, we got CPR Fest coming up this Saturday. CPR Fest is returning to the grounds of the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi on Saturday. You'll be able to see Three Doors Down along with Seether, Bad Flower, and many other rock bands all together for one incredible show. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com or at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum box office. 
So that should be a pretty good deal. Joining us now, our good friend uh, Ricky Matthews, Super Talk Mississippi host, of course, of Coast View and Super Talk Outdoors. Good morning, my friend. Good to see you again, sir. Good morning. How you doing this morning, Gerard? A little bit fired up, my friend? <laughs> I am getting fired up. <laughs> Dang it. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous, but I know <laughs> we we're uh we're not appointed to talk about that right now, but we may get around to it. Wanted to have you on. Uh first of all, congratulations on uh Super Talk Outdoors. Uh, great show. I think you're an absolute perfect fit for that. Your affinity for uh, the beauty of Mississippi's landscape and your knowledge and understanding of outdoor sporting activities is, I think, it's just perfect. So congratulations on that. I hope you're enjoying it, too. Uh, and we'll use that as a segue, if that's okay, to this wildlife legislation sure. that you and I have been talking about, tracking. What's the latest on that? The Conservation Trust Fund is making amazing progress. That's that's the good news. Uh, you know, you can always, you have to be able to to you know make compromises. And what what the House and the Senate has been doing over the weekend is, have been really really important. I mean, the reality is they're they're reaching. It looks like they're reaching a compromise that will. It will involve, you know, private lands. It will involve uh, non-governmental organizations being involved. I think, as I mentioned on Paul this morning, I think when they're focused on governance and making sure that there's accountability and what the relationship between the board and the legislature is going to be, that's all a really good sign. They're going to substantially fund it initially, and uh, there's, you know, and while it's not a dedicated funding source, it's going to be done by appropriation. At least that's what appears to be the case today. There's a lot of conversations about multi-year and why that's important, the amount of federal funds that are going to be available. Uh, they've, they've made terrific progress. And so the kudos out to the leadership and all of those involved who are so focused on trying to continue to establish Mississippi as the capital of the outdoors in America. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get it done. So the original idea and the original concept, which involved a, a sales tax diversion from the industry, where does that stand, Ricky, that idea? Well, you know, we felt strongly about this one. I would say the, the coalition, the foundation, myself personally, most of the people involved in this, this is why the House wanted to go this approach to do a diversion so it would be committed funds, you know, funds that you could rely on. So a lot of the federal funds that you're going to go get, like inside the Farm Bill, yeah. are going to be uh, multi-year projects and aren't a one-and-done kind of deal. Uh, but it pretty quickly became clear that the, the Senate was open to lots of negotiation, but they just weren't open to a diversion. At least it, currently, that's what the thinking is. That they're not open. That was going to be kind of a non-starter for them. If they fund it significantly, talking about $20 million initially, uh, if they fund it significantly and they continue to, to understand that this is a multi-year deal, uh, the diversion might be the best approach from a dedicated funding source perspective, but it's not it's not a showstopper. It can't be a showstopper. Okay. Stopper. And if they do fund it significantly year one and talk about multiple years going forward, uh, you know, I think people can live with an appropriation. Okay. So, and, and we're not talking about a great deal of money at the end of the day here, are we, Ricky? As I, as I recall, it was kind of hard to appreciate why there was so much consternation when you're talking about such a small amount of money. I was, I was, you know, I was curious about that, too. It's taken two years to pull it together. 
You know, I think that there's a <clears throat> there's so much going on in the legislature. You know, this this this, this session alone was mo- one of the most consequential in a long, long time for a lot of reasons. The income tax, and but th- that wasn't the only thing. The teachers' pay raise and the additional money that they had because of COVID. I mean, it's a very, very complicated session. Don't forget Last medical marijuana. For, didn't, didn't mean to interrupt you. Don't forget no, that. Course. It seems like it's been forever ago, but no, that was course. just two months ago. <laughs> uh, exactly. It does seem that way, doesn't it? Last year was very, very complicated, too. I think that it took some time to really understand the kind of money, you know, up to $40 million a year available for federal funds that could be matched by the state. I think it took a while to kind of get everybody focused on it. And with, with, with issues like this, it's not, you just don't go past the bill. It's complicated. A lot yeah. of, a lot of moving parts to it, but I think everybody got focused on it. And uh, I think we're finally moving in the right direction. I'm really impressed with the amount of work that they have all done to get educated on the opportunities lost. And I think people are aligned around that now. Yeah, it seems like it. So explain to our audience exactly how these funds would be used in Mississippi. Well, the the bottom line is that what what we've seen in the in states all throughout the southeast, only Mississippi's only one of two states that doesn't have a committed fund like this. Yeah, it would be used for a wide range of things. There are, there are amazing federal project uh, federal money available, and as I mentioned, in, in bills like the farm bill, and there's going to be some additional. Uh, conservation-oriented funds that are related to the infrastructure bill. But this could be anything from issues around improving water quality. It could be creating easements into, you know, from private land into public land. We're blessed in Mississippi to have a lot of public land. There are some improvements that need to be made on on, on, uh, public parks across the state. It could be working with farmers. I mean, this is very significant to improve wetland uh, wetland and, excuse me, uh, wildlife habitat. You know, one of the biggest issues we face in Mississippi, whether we're talking about the duck migration or deer hunting or whatever it might be, is that over many, many years, we've seen a loss of wildlife habitat. And there are a lot of programs that are, that are involving, like CRP, for example, that are, that are about creating more habitat for wildlife. And so what I like about it is that we're going to be involving non-governmental organizations and let them go out and find some of the most innovative pro- projects in America. Go find that federal money so that we can we can start to put Mississippi on the map and really take care of our wildlife heritage here in the state for many, many years to come. It's, it's exciting. So I know that one of the, the, the matters that has been objectionable, to, to certainly to some in the legislature, uh, is that some of these funds could be used for improvement of private property. So tell me how that would work with respect to this this uh, new plan. I think I think yeah, the issue you know, for most most private property owners in Mississippi are not rich. Right. <laughs> so they would, you know, they may be they may be land rich, but they don't have the resources that that are needed to to be able to do this. Well, look, nearly 90% of the of the land in Mississippi is privately held. So if you're going to have a true conservation effort, you've got to involve private land. I see that. I lease land. I don't own land in the Delta. I lease land in the Delta, three separate farms. And I see the relationship I have with my farmer friends, the Dunn family. And I can't imagine uh, not having you know them to work with to improve wet, excuse me, wildlife habitat. Mm-hmm. But the but I think I think you know when you look at the farm bill, the majority of the money is in the farm bill, the federal money. So okay. and that's going to take place. You know, that's going to be apply to private land. I think when 
the lieutenant governor and others began to get their heads around the amount, the enormous amount of federal money that's available, that it, you know, especially in programs like the Farm Bill, it, it starts to open your mind about the possibilities. And, uh, you know, folks are aligned around that now. I, I think there may be some, some, initial, some initial limitations as it relates to private land uh, initially. Uh, we're working, you know, looking now to see what those what those negotiations are going to be. But I think everyone understands that uh, private private land has to be involved for Mississippi to <clears throat> to really do this right. Yeah, it, it you know I'm not an expert on this uh, in this discipline, Ricky, but it kind of seems to me like well, if we're going to invest money on on public property to just in, in, ensure its longevity and, and its care, but we don't on private, it, it almost seems like you might be wasting money on the public, especially when most of the land in the state's yeah. private. Well, that's true, but then again, you keep, you know, we're losing about $40 million a year in matching funds. Yeah. And when you consider that the majority of the matching funds that are available would apply to farm, uh, apply to private land, the reality is that if you don't include private land, you're actually going to miss out on a bunch of a, a bunch of money. So okay. now, I think people get that. I, there was a big discussion about the about improving the parks, but as you know, the, the pandemic money, there's going to be a big, huge amount of money that's going to go to improving, yeah. improving state parks. I mean, literally, we, we all understand that there's there's some significant work that needs to be done to to bring our state parks up to where they should be in yeah. terms of you know improvements capital improvements or whatever the improvements might be and uh, you can do that we we don't these are not mutually exclusive conversations we can be focused on doing the kind of things that that enhance our our ability to enjoy the outdoors and also and uh, improve the park simultaneously especially when you think about the arca money that's available to us yeah Ricky, always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about this some more, but let's hope we get this thing done. Today's an important day. Let's keep our fingers crossed. I think we're going we're gonna to get it to the finish line today. Ricky Matthews, host of Coast View and Super Talk Outdoors, has been our guest. We'll take a break here on Middays. We're in the Element Well Studios. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Southerner. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 81. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 59. Your Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 84. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 66. And for your Wednesday, a 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 82. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. 
I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. you mind your own business mind my own business what's that supposed to mean no i was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes insurance changes regulations that are being passed down to business owners i don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations i know it seems like all i do is handle employee related problems you know i hear people lease can help how can they help people lease can handle our payroll taxes employee benefits and workers compensation they even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24 7 online human resources support center for all my hr needs think of all the time we'll save letting people lease handle our payroll and benefits administration i'll be busy growing my business and letting people lease take care of the rest it sounds like a good business plan with people lease let people lease mind your business so you can mind your own business call now 601-987-3025 that's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Thanks to a lot of hard work over the weekend, in-person classes are expected to resume at Holmes Community College in Goodman soon. Just about every roof on campus was damaged when a tornado touched down during last week's severe weather. Dr. Jim Haffey, the president of the community college, says the dorms, athletic facilities, and cafeteria were hit hardest, and they're still making repairs. You know, one thing when you are dealing with uh, a major claim like this is you don't want to be too specific about what you think the damage is because somebody may come back and say well you know now you're saying that you have a hundred million dollars in damage and you were on the radio last week saying it was only 20 million but Jim's opinion is that um, a good estimate I think is around 20 million in damage Um, could be a lot more if we have total losses on some buildings. Over a thousand employees and students were evacuated prior to the storms moving in. Thankfully none of the approximately 100 people left on campus were injured. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006, 601-957-6006. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. 
that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. You're listening to Middays with Gerard. Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Two, three, four. Welcome back, everyone. Middays. From the Element Wealth Studios, Super Talk Mississippi. Don't forget, go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Coming up at 11.05 again, Russ Latino, president of Empower Mississippi. We shall discuss uh, income taxes and other matters. The conference report came out. It was conference weekend. So the Senate and House got together, hammered out a plan, and we did have a question uh, on the ceasefire text line. If you can find out what senator voted for the taxes and who did not. Uh, and Rhino, you looked at that, right? Oh yeah, we've got it pulled up. Uh, let's see here. In the House, voting uh, nay, there were 23 all Democrat. That's uh, Jeremy Anderson, Otis Anthony, Willie Bailey, Earl Banks, William Bo Brown, Bryant Clark, Alice Clark, Ronnie Crudup, Bob Evans, John Faulkner, Jeffrey Harness, John Hines, Robert Johnson, Kabir Kareem, Solomon Osborne, Orlando Payton, Tracy Rosebud, Robert Sanders, Amelia Scott, Cheek Taylor, Kenneth Walker, Percy Watson, and Sonia Williams Barnes, with seven present not voting, including Republican Donnie Bell. And Democrats Oscar Denton, Deborah Gibbs, Gregory Holloway, Rufus Strauder, Zakia Summers, and Charles Young. Okay. Hmm. Not voting. Interesting. Whereas over in the Senate, there were 11 nays, all Democrats. That includes David Blunt, Hob Bryant, Albert Butler, Kelvin Butler, Hillman Frazier, Rod Hickman, John Horn, David Jordan, Solly Norwood, Derek Simmons, and Joseph Thomas, with one present not voting Republican Melanie Sojourner. Okay. So that would indicate, however, that some Democrats did vote yay. Correct. Yeah. Because we got 52 over there. You said 11, right? 11 days. Correct. Yeah. In the Senate. Yep. All of which... And there were some Democrats that voted aye in the 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 House House as well. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So uh, that's where we stand. Hopefully that answered the question there for uh, the listener. Michael in Brookhaven wants to know, explain that interview, talking about our discussion with Ricky Matthews. Sounds like expanding Medicare except for landowners. No, uh, not really anything like Medicare. Uh, it, it's just, it is uh, an appropriation that has with it uh, an, an extremely opportunistic match from the federal government that is designated for uh, taking care of our habitat, our wildlife habitat, our outdoors, so forth. And and so 
since most of that property is 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 private, these private landowners, the fear is, of course, the private landowners, most of whom, as Ricky indicated, are not terribly wealthy individuals, but as time goes on, these habitats, these lands, uh, need some uh, replenishment, and they need some, uh, just some enhancement, some investment. And so there, there are money available for that. It's many states have already taken advantage of this, including, if you look in the South, every state except Mississippi has signed up for this program. So it just requires some funds coming from state government to receive the federal money, which is a multiple of the state. I don't exactly remember the multiple. You may re- remember, Rhino, but uh, it's a multiple of the state investment. And it, it is available for both public and, and private property. But there's, there's parameters on it. There are constraints on use of that money to, to care for and, and improve and uh, just, just um, sort of fix some of this property that, that needs it in the state. So it's really not, really not. Uh, I think what you're talking about is Medicaid, Michael, which is me- Medicare is, of course, for those um, that are over a certain age, over 65. That is a program that you uh, contribute to while you're working, and then you receive Medicare insurance once you retire uh, at that age and you sign up for it. You do automatically once you start receiving Social Security benefits, and that, of course, is just a form of health care insurance provided by the federal government. Medicaid is a program for uh, various categories of low-income individuals, and that is a combined federal and state match program. In Mississippi, we have, unfortunately, the highest federal match of of the states. That's because of our lowest economic status, and and the actual match before the pandemic uh, sat around 25%, maybe a little higher than that, 27%. Since then, there have been some enhancements passed under Trump, passed under Biden, and the state is uh, getting more, all states are, more money from the federal government to operate Medicaid. Uh, But that, too, has an expiration on it, and the state would have to return to picking up its uh, its share appropriate share pre-pandemic share if you will so it's a little different uh, yeah Thomas and Greenwood of course no surprise is it the role of government to provide hunting land well it's a question I guess Thomas of is it the role of government to preserve land period I think you're looking at it wrong in my view so it's a good question. And it's a, it's a thorny matter. It's a thorny issue. But is it the government's role to provide interstates? I don't know. It's a serious question. Same deal. I, I think the fundamental question is, what is the role of government? That's the fundamental question in everything. And I can assure you, if you lined up ten people, you get ten answers. I don't care what their political affiliation is, what their philosophy of government is. Guarantee you get 10 answers. One person's position on something that should not be the business of government is a top priority to the next person. Just how it works. 
So I guess we have a situation where we have a lot of privately owned land in the state of Mississippi, and as Ricky pointed out, m much of that is owned by people without a lot of wealth and means. In fact, what wealth and means they may have is tied up in that land, which most of which was just handed down through the generations. So they're not liquid, and this land needs work to preserve it, to enhance it, to secure its future. So this is money available for that. I get it. I, I struggle with that, too, Thomas, honestly. But I also know that the alternative is we lose that land perhaps forever and its value. That's the concern. Should we force those people to liquidate that land so as to preserve it for future generations, like through eminent domain? Well, I think most clear-eyed people would say, no, shouldn't. I certainly would. So it's a it's a tough one. There's no doubt about it. But fact of the matter is, there's money that you send to the federal government that is available to come back, and and this would be a use of it thereof. So hmm. don't forget, those of us over 65 on Medicare continue to pay for it after retirement. That's right. I pay 170 each month, but it's worth it, Billy and Gula. Appreciate that, Billy. I can also share with you. You can go to the uh, and read the Medicare Trust Fund reports. I've done this. They're hundreds of pages long. And you may be surprised to find out that the average Medicare recipient in this country receives about $330,000 more in services than they paid in. That's why it's upside down and going broke. It's real simple. We keep inventing more health care. Everybody, of course, rightfully wants it to um, uh, maintain quality of life and live, period. We keep inventing more of it. It costs more money. Got to have a way to pay for that. So what happens is about 40% of Medicare now is covered by income taxes. It is a pay-as-you-go program. People that are working today that pay into Medicare, they're not paying for their own. They're paying for people on it. And that's, by the way, that's over and above the small premium that you have to pay, which is to some extent means-tested. But it is absolutely upside down, way faster going broke than Social Security is, and nobody in Washington will talk about it, just won't talk about it, because it's not popular to talk about, because the solutions aren't easy. The only thing we get out of the Democrats is, let's tax income over $400,000 for Medicare, and Social Security. They basically want to pay, make the more fluid, the higher income people, pay for the retirement and health care for everybody else. Everything, everything they dream up is, let's get this group over here that are wealthier, let's take more of their money, and let's give it to this group. That is, that is the only plan they got. And that is exactly what they are proposing, by the way. Uh, you, you may be familiar with the fact that uh, Social Security, for example, it uh, it goes away after, well, I can't remember what the threshold is, 139000 or something like that. Probably got some CPAs or payroll people out there listening. Somewhere in that. After that, wages aren't subject to it. Medicare keeps on going. We'll be right back on Middays from the Element Wealth Studios.
I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, and excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange May cotton was up 40 to 136.23. July cotton was up 15 to 132.54. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade May soybeans were down 25 and three quarters to 1684 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were down 24 and a half to 1664 per bushel. May corn was down eight cents to 746 per bushel. July corn was down eight and a half to 726 and a quarter per bushel. The mercantile June live cattle was down 80 to 136.57. August live cattle was down 70 to 137.42. May feeders up 45 to 165.77. August feeders up 17 to 178.62. And at the open, Dow Jones down 143 points, 34,718. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. When you're spraying dicamba, you need it to be effective, but you also need needed to be convenient. That's why Loveland products create a new Delta Complete, available exclusively at Nutrient Ag Solutions. Delta Complete offers both a DRA and VRA, plus water conditioning, a D-foam package, and a molybdenum inclusion to aid nitrogen uptake. It's the complete one-jug solution that's completely convenient, too. Ask your Nutrient Ag Solutions crop consultant about new Delta Complete. Always read and follow local guidelines and label requirements. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. Just to follow up, got the updated data. I thought the Social Security threshold was about 139. It's actually 147 in 2022. So, of course, you pay 6.2% of your income up to $147,000 in a year. Your employer matches that. Just wonder what folks think about that. So, employers are actually paying for. Social Security benefits and health care insurance for their employees to the federal government. I'm not talking about what they pay for private insurance, their share of your private insurance premiums. We're talking about essentially Social Security and Medicare or programs that require matching contribution by the employee and employer. Employers are funding the retirement and the health care insurance at retirement after they leave the workplace for their employees. I mean, that's the way the system works. That's the way it was designed. The Medicare tax, on the other hand, uh, I was generally right about that. It's 1.45% on the first 200000 of wages for joint returns. And then it goes to 2.35%, an additional 09 of all wages over Two hundred thousand for an individual, two fifty for joint returns. Just wanted to clarify that. So Medicare goes on forever, essentially, in terms of a, of your annual wages. It doesn't matter. Everybody keeps paying into that. The other thing that happened in Obamacare, you may remember that in twenty twelve, was the passive income tax, if you will, three point eight percent Medicare tax, and that is levied on any gains, any income received passively as opposed to actively. That would be such as interest and dividends and the sale of stock, sale of capital assets. Those would be subject to the 3.8%. The Obamacare plan was to, let's tax all that to put more money in the Medicare trust fund to fund the additional Medicare benefits under the plan. It's hard to believe it's been 10 years now. Since that went into effect, it was signed into law in 2010. It's been 12 years. Anyhow, a little bit about that. As we get ready to talk about um, income taxes in the state of Mississippi, just a real brief summary of that plan. In 2023, it would eliminate the 4% bracket, the current 4% bracket, which taxes Income between $5,000 and $10,000, so $200. Uh, if you're married and both spouses work, it'd be $400. And then the rest of the plan involves reducing the 5% bracket, which is applied to all income above $10,000 at present. It would, would reduce it over three years, starting in 2024, 
down to 4.7 percent, and then 4.4 percent in 2025, down to 4 percent for 2026 and subsequent years. So in essence, it phases out the 5 percent bracket to 4 percent over three years. So if you look down the road four years from now, the 4 percent bracket's gone, 5 percent bracket's been reduced to 4. That would be on all all income over $10,000. So when you think about the personal exemption and the standard deduction in the state of Mississippi, that means if your income, since the first $10,000, is not taxed uh, in accordance with the uh, the 3%, 4% bracket, 3%, as you know, has already been eliminated on the first $5,000, 4% will be next year, so the first $10,000 there's gone plus the standard deduction and personal exemption. That means if you're a single person, you make $18,300 and less, you got no tax liability. And for a couple where both spouses work, it's double that, $36,600 and below, has no tax liability. That's the net net of the plan. Obviously, stop short of full elimination of the income tax. And you may recall we had three versions, I believe. May have actually been four, now that I think about it, of the House plan. The first one would have increased sales taxes by 2%, the general sales tax, and phased out the income tax over 10 years or less. And then we had a plan to kind of kind of adjusted that somewhat, would have increased the sales tax to one point. Uh, by 1.5%, the general sales tax, and the grocery tax then was added as well to reduce that to 3%, and the original plan plan was going to reduce it by 2%, but it also had a 50% car tag credit and uh, slightly less favorable income tax reductions. And then we got rid of that and said, let's just phase it out $100 million a year over about 18, 20 years and not mess with sales and grocery taxes. Now we got this final plan that we just discussed. So that's how the sausage is made, and that's what we got. We shall see if the governor signs it. We've got Russ Latino, president of Empower Mississippi, coming in to break it down even more. Stay around for that from the Element Well Studios. We'll be right back. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden today announces a budget proposal, including something the White House calls the billionaire minimum income tax. It's the kind of thing being pushed for by some liberals like Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Senator Sanders tweeting, we are talking about 700 billionaires who become nearly two trillion richer during the pandemic and pay a lower rate than a nurse, while the child poverty rate soared by 41 percent in January because the expanded child tax credit ended. Fox's Hillary Vaughn. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky says ahead of more peace talks that he will never surrender his country's territorial integrity. Yevgeny Kravchuk is a member of Ukraine's parliament. Putin just wants to destroy this nation and to show the uh, civilized world to humiliate, you know, the Western world or the values we stay for. He, she was on Fox and Friends this morning. This round of talks is in person in Istanbul, Turkey. America's listening to Fox News. 
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Lawmakers are close to a deal on spending close to one and a half of the $1.8 billion in federal money our state will receive through the American Rescue Plan. We will hold back about $350 to $400 million to just see what parts we didn't fund enough and what needs to be plussed up for next year. But we'll spend the majority of our money with about half of that being devoted strictly to infrastructure, water, and sewer projects for yeah. cities, counties, and rural water associations. House Speaker Pro Temp Jason White told us they're looking at spending it in other areas as well. We're looking at spending a significant amount of money with mental health and child protective services to kind of maybe shore that up a little bit and get us in a position to, if not settle those lawsuits, we could see the light on them. Some money to catch us up on this backlog of autopsies with Department of Public Safety. We're going to plow about 40 or 50 million in the workforce through our new Accelerate Mississippi. I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director at the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency works to help those we serve prepare for today and also plan for the future. One way we do that is through the Mississippi ABLE program. This program provides the opportunity for individuals with disabilities to invest their money in tax-advantaged accounts without the fear of losing public benefits. You can learn more or sign up by visiting MississippiABLE.com. That's MississippiABLE.com. Hello everyone, I'm Bob. Welcome to the digging safety class. Hey Bob! You're here because you got caught digging before calling 811. I know, and now I'm here instead of making a living. I know man, but it's the law. So let's get started. This is a shovel. Huh? Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Please call 811 two working days before you dig. It's the law and it's just the right thing to do. There are just three days left for the University of Mississippi Medical Center and Blue Cross Blue Shield to come to an agreement on a new contract. If that isn't reached, thousands of patients could see higher out-of-pocket costs. Dr. Luann Woodward, UMC Vice Chancellor for Health Affairs, explains how it got to this point. Well, Blue Cross takes the stance, and I've been told this, you know, directly to my face, Mm -hmm. that our hospital is the same as everybody else's and our doctors are the same as everybody else's. And the comment was made, like I said, directly to me in a face-to-face meeting that, you know, we're not going to pay you more. You're not any different than anybody else. And, And my counter to that is, my goodness, the proof is in the transfer law. Woodward added that UMC remains optimistic but is preparing for the alternative. And it is our hope that by the end of the month that by then we have reached an agreement. But we are preparing as we have to do to be out of network. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to the show that challenges you to think deeply, to think deeply. and look beyond political posturing. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. We are back on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. We thank you so much for joining us, kicking off a brand new week here from the Element Wealth Studios. Go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006 to let Element Wealth help you find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Rhino, real quick. Uh, just make sure everybody's aware weather's coming in Wednesday. Oh, yeah. We've got a chance of severe weather, a higher than normal chance of severe weather for the majority of the Magnolia State on Wednesday. It's an enhanced risk for severe weather. Uh, forecasted winds up to 70 miles an hour with potential for hail Jeez. and or tornadic activity. And remember, we went through this not that long ago, and we, uh, we managed to dodge a bullet. But this time, the wording is the potential for a tornadic outbreak. So going to want to keep your head on a swivel and be weather aware come hump day. And we'll be right here informing uh, throughout the ordeal. Joining us now in the Element Well Studios, Russ Latino, president of Empower Mississippi. Russ, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me in. So the uh, the big news, I think, over the weekend, over conference weekend, was a conference report on income tax that has been front and center, I would say, is the maybe the top priority issue now after we got past the medical marijuana deal, which absolutely sucked all the air out of the room for about a year, it seems, it, which now seems like forever ago when that went through. We've had, uh, I've said on the show, I thought that income tax was going to elevate to kind of the same level of debate, although it did get resolved in a much more compressed period of time. So we got this conference report uh, on the governor's desk. It is, uh, right? Yeah, no, I, I look, I, I think it was an excellent compromise. Okay. Um, you may recall, you and I talked about this issue multiple times, uh, but I think in the last time we talked about it, we I, I made the analogy of Goldilocks and the Three Bears, right? And and we all remember that childhood story of Goldilocks trying to figure out 
which bowl of porridge was the right temperature. <laughs> and I think the Senate looked at the House plan and said, that is entirely too hot, right? We've had all this federal money come into the state. We don't know what that's going to do long term as that sort of washes its way out of the system. Revenues are way up. Uh, we also have potentially some headwinds nationally uh, with the economy. Um, and we think that plan's too hot. And then I think there are a lot of us, myself included, that looked at the original Senate plan and said in an environment where you've had back-to-back billion-dollar surpluses and you've got $4 billion in reserves sitting on the sideline, that plan's too cold. It's paltry. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't do enough to give real relief to Mississippians. To the credit of Governor Reeves, Speaker Gunn, Lieutenant Governor Hoseman, and then really a lot of hard work put in by Senator Josh Harkins, Representative Trey Lamar, and Representative Jason White, to get together and start working behind the scenes to find that middle ground, that just right bowl of porridge. And look, no piece of legislation is perfect, but this is a great piece of conservative tax reform that positions Mississippi to be competitive for the long haul, that is a huge leap towards eventual elimination of the income tax, that immediately puts money back in the pockets of the people of Mississippi to handle a situation with incredibly high inflation. People may not recognize this, but the plan that is on the governor's desk will be the largest tax cut in Mississippi history, $526 million. In 2016, I worked on the Taxpayer uh, Pay Raise Act. That was a smaller plan that was phased in over a longer period of time, $526 million over four years. And the end result is this. We have the highest exemption in the country on income of any state that taxes income, the highest exemption in the country. You've run over some of these numbers. If you make $18,300 a year as a single person, you won't pay any income tax once this bill is passed, right? Double that if you're a married couple with two workers, won't pay any income tax once this bill is passed. No one who is impoverished will pay income taxes. No working impoverished person on the low end of the scale, in- income scale, will pay income taxes when this is over. For people who are saying it doesn't benefit the people who need it most, it absolutely does, and it does that in year one. And then every year after that, we get to a 4% flat tax. We'll be one of 10 states with a flat tax, which is an incredibly conservative policy. Yep. Um, and then, truthfully, we'll be the fifth lowest rate of any state. So we can look at this and say there's more to be done, and there is. But you can also look at it and say this is really well-designed policy, a huge tax cut, flatter, simpler, lower rate, bigger exemption. It's a win for the people of Mississippi. And I'm fairly confident the governor, at the end of the day, although he still very much wants to eliminate the income tax, I think he's going to sign this bill, and it's going to have immediate relief for the people of Mississippi. We should also point out, though, that this does have some downside protection. And uh, and though it does not, this iteration, this particular bill, does not phase out, eliminate the income tax. That's not off the table, as you just indicated. That's that's poss- still possible. This is just kind of a starting point, a down payment on that, if you will. There are a bunch of states that have been, over the last 10 years, taking bites at the elephant, right? We're going to lower our rate by 25 basis points, and then we'll come back and we'll lower it by another 25. Mm-hmm. This takes the step of saying we're going to lower the rate by a full percentage point, so we're not talking about quarter points, um, and we're going to come back. And the bill even says this. We're going to come back in four years and evaluate whether or not to do more. 
the 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 good thing about that, the prudent thing about that, is we are in an environment with 8% inflation. We are in an environment where the Fed is having to raise interest rates dramatically. And you know this as well as I do. The point of raising interest rates is to slow the economy. That's right. They're literally trying to tap the brakes on the economy. Yep. Well, the end result of that is you've got less growth. Yep. Right? Well, less revenue. And, well, and the result of less growth is right. less revenue. Correct. So I, I think it is it is a great piece of prudent legislation in an environment with really high revenue numbers but some headwinds in front of us. Yeah. Um, it's, it's designed well to do that. So credit really goes to the various players that at times have seemed like they're at each other's throat, um, but at the end... You know, they figured out a way to make the sausage, and I told Gallo this over the weekend, sausage-making is nasty-looking business, but a well-grilled brat is a good piece of eating, and, and, and I think this is a good piece of eating. Uh, you're almost going to be up there at the at the poetry prose level of Rhino, uh, as he <laughs> talked about the weather earlier. Uh, all right, so... This is. I know you and I have both fielded lots of questions from different people. Uh, you and your role here on the text line and in social media. One of the things that comes up uh, as a result of uh, the these adjustments to income taxes, downward adjustments, is is this going to necessitate the increase of property taxes? And of course, in Mississippi. Those those are for the most part two different buckets of money: property taxes, ad valorem taxes, both for, on your vehicles, car tags, and on your real property. Those fund uh, county and municipal operations, and then of course sales taxes. A portion are diverted as well to municipalities to fund their their operations, their services. Uh, in general, no, there shouldn't be really any impact on property taxes as a result of this. They fund two different things. Yeah, no, I think that's absolutely right. I mean, I think there were a host of scare tactics from people who just didn't want to cut taxes, yeah. right? There were people of a different philosophical bent who looked at $7 billion in revenue and said, well, instead of spending $6 billion and giving a tax cut back to the hardworking people of Mississippi, why don't we fill, spend the full seven? That's right. And so the the sort of litany of arguments that get thrown out there from we're going to cut education spending to we're not going to fund infrastructure uh, to we're going to have higher property taxes. None of those things have any bearing in reality on the way that this plan was designed. Now, I will say this. Texas has higher property taxes, Gerard, uh, and no income tax. Very aware. But So does Florida. So does Florida. Yep. But if you look at their overall tax burden, it's about half of what Mississippi's is as a percentage of their economy. But uh, of their actually of their household income. Yeah. Which is the same uh, figure, essentially. Same but, concept. Yeah, so, yeah. Just on a macro scale. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, it. So, yes, in states like Texas and Florida, their property values are higher, so they pay more property taxes. Well, an end result of keeping more of your income is you spend more of that income on things like assets, including your home. And so the value of your home goes up. But if you look at the tax burden in those states, the overall tax burden in those states is actually much lower as a percentage of their economy. That's where we want to get as, as Mississippi. Yeah. And, and let me just say, I, I think part of this at the heart is a philosophical divide. And, and there were some legitimate questions to be answered, but the philosophical divide is this. There are people who think that the way that we improve Mississippi's economy is by growing government services. Absolutely. We've been trying that for generations, and we're at the bottom of the heap. 
And all I'm suggesting is perhaps we try and inject some productivity and competitiveness into the private sector so that we can have real prosperity the way that other states do. Totally agree. we got a break right here from the Element Well Studios. We're on Middays with Russ Latino, the president of Empower Mississippi. We'll come right back. We're talking income taxes. Stay with us. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Here's John and Rachel Ravenstein. If you're getting married soon, I want to personally invite you to Juniker Jewelry's annual wedding ring festival. It's eight big days, March 25th through Saturday, April 2nd. Come shop the state's largest selection of diamond engagement rings and ultimate wedding bands by our top designers. They'll be in our store with the latest wedding ring designs for the bride and the groom. Plus our popular stackable bands and diamond bands that will fit up against any engagement ring. Buy your wedding rings this weekend at Juniker Jewelry's wedding ring festival and enjoy free engraving inside your rings and free layaway until your wedding with no finance charges. Plus, enjoy 12 months no interest financing for a qualified buyer. This is the weekend made for love. Juniker Jewelry Company's annual wedding ring festival. So bring your honey and your money. It's two big weekends, March 25th through Saturday, April 2nd. Now is the time to buy your wedding rings. Juniker Jewelry Company, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct Diamond Importer. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. 
Richard Gross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's do this. On Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone. Super Talk Mississippi. Middays from the Yellow Well Studios. Herschel on the ceasefire text line, which of course is 601-879-4395, says, is the sales tax affected with this bill? No. No effect on sales taxes, general sales taxes, or sales taxes on groceries. No effect on car tax. This strictly is a bill that addresses and reduces income taxes. We should also point out, Russ, that our sales tax is less than the surrounding states as well. I think Tennessee's average, they, they of course have uh, a very interesting sales tax model, because I remember implementing that in, in computer systems. Uh, but uh, they're on average in Tennessee, when I looked it up, it's 9.14%. This yeah. is the average in sales tax. So they don't have an income tax, but you pay 9.14% sales tax. Uh, their property tax is, uh, I think, slightly lower than ours. Florida's is higher. Texas is much higher. Uh, and I think the other thing that often gets overlooked, Russ, is when you talk about sales taxes, and then, then we're going to go back to income taxes, most of what a household spends their money on is not subject to sales taxes. Just like you said, if they had more money in their pocket and they go buy an asset, and that asset happens to be a house, that's not subject to sales taxes. So you're not generating any revenue off of that transaction. Yeah, no, I think it bears repeating that this bill does not have any sort of effect on the, on the sales right. tax rate. Or property taxes. Or, or property taxes. Um, but you're right, as, as sort of a theoretical concept or economic concept, that general sales taxes, um, one, are way more efficient. Uh, they're broader based, they're fairer, because everybody pays them when they decide to consume. Um, and then, generally speaking, our general sales tax only applies to about half of all economic activity that, that takes place in the state. Yeah. You buy a house, it's not. If you buy a car, it's not subject to the general sales tax. If you buy uh, prescription medication, it's not subject to the general sales tax. You get, you know, medical services aren't subject to the general sales tax. Insurance, fuel, utilities, uh, you, energy, yeah. none of on that. On and on and on. Yeah. Uh, many of the things that are at the top of, of the individual budget aren't, in fact, subject to the general sales tax. Right. So uh, th- so there's a question, of course, as uh, from our friend Thomas in Greenwood. I love you Thomas. know Thomas. I, love I know Thomas. I do too. We have uh, lots of banter here uh, on the ceasefire text line. He wants to know how we could be uh, so in favor and so convinced that we could support a bill which would have totally eliminated the income tax a short two or three weeks ago. Uh, but now we're not, which we actually, actually haven't said that, Thomas, by the way. We, we just got, I think it's fair to say, and I'm going to let Russ talk, the absolute best we could the way the sausage is made. First of all, I am 100% in favor of eliminating the income tax in Me Mississippi too. if it is done the right way. It can't be done in a reckless way that yields a backlash that is worse than what happened in Kansas. So the design matters. Um, you know... Saying you're in favor of something, and I very much am, is one part of it. The other part of it is actually designing in a way that works. Um, And so still in favor of it, still believe it's possible, and that this is a huge step towards it. I mean, we're talking about eliminating about a third 
of the present income tax. So it's not like we're not talking about a step that gets us that much closer to complete elimination. The, the third thing I would just say is what you said, which is, at the end of the day, Gerard Gibbert's not elected to serve in the legislature. Russ Latino's not elected to serve in the legislature. There are 174 members of the legislature, and they all have ideas about what their constituents want and need and the best way to deliver those, those policies. And if you're starting from a point that one side wants complete elimination and the other side wants nothing, you have to realize that at the end of the day, to get the votes, to advance the idea, there's got to be middle ground and there's got to be compromise. And and let me say this, because I see reactions to these things oftentimes on the Internet, and what you often see are the two sort of smallest slices of the extreme leading the debate. So on one side of this, you have people who say, just eliminate the income tax, cut $2 billion out of the state budget, and that's what the real conservative position looks like. And on the other side of the equation, you have people say, spend all $7 billion, tax more so we can spend more than $7 billion, and we need to provide more services, we need more dependency on government largesse. And, And both of them are vitriolic in the way that they address the end result. And I would suggest to those folks, one, run for office, get elected, get in a place where you actually can convince other people around you that have run for office that those are the right ideas, or get in the fight beyond being a keyboard warrior, right? And I'm not talking down anyone. I know everybody's got their opinions. There are a lot of valid, legitimate points in the debate. But you've got to recognize that what we're talking about having done here three weeks ago didn't look like it was possible. I agree. And the end result is the largest tax cut in history, the largest exemption in the country for people who aren't making very much money, a flat 4% rate. We were one of 10 states with that, and ultimately the fifth lowest rate in the country, and we're that much closer to being able to eliminate the income tax. This is a win for conservatives. This is a win for the governor and his bold vision and leadership. It's a win for the speaker and his relentless dogged pursuit of good transformative tax reform, and candidly, it's a win for the lieutenant governor who came about and moved towards the idea of providing real relief to the people of Mississippi, I think in what is a responsible first step. So I'll get off my soapbox, (laughs) but it's good policy, and we've got to be careful in how we drive narratives around it because the end result is that we get left with a situation where good policy is not possible, Gerard. Yeah, and I and I'm, I, that was my fear, honestly, Russ. I got to tell you, uh, going into conference weekend, I wasn't confident we were going to get a deal. I really didn't think we were. Uh, it seemed like both sides were were fairly uh, intransigent on their uh, respective positions. The uh, the speaker and the house, for the most part, and you heard Trey Lamar as well, a chair of finance, uh, excuse me, Ways and Means said. We got to have a deal that that eliminates the income tax. On the other side, the Senate said we ain't for any deal that eliminates the income tax. And I just said, you know, it's a pretty big gap right there. It's pretty binary, and I didn't think we'd get anything done, but but we did. But the good news is, again, we can keep working on this. It's it's not over. The Senate started with a position where they were going to give fifty dollars a year in a four-year phase out of the current four percent bracket, right? And where we got to was a $526 million tax cut. Over four cut. years getting rid of the 4%. No, that's right. what I'm saying. $50 yeah. a year yeah, yeah, was yeah, going to be yeah. the individual benefit yeah. um, to taxpayers. So 
there was huge movement on both sides to get to a good policy that puts us closer to elimination. And I think that deserves some recognition. Let let me say, too, I think think that the notion that, um, that one side has to win is why we end up fighting fights in Mississippi over cultural things that have no impact on the success of our state. Completely agree. Because we can give lip service to having addressed some sort of cultural outrage, pass a bill that doesn't actually do anything, and that's way easier than taking a bite at something like, how do we transform our tax structure? Or how do we transform our regulatory code to create an environment for success in the state of Mississippi? How do we transform our education system? Because that's so controversial, right? To create an environment for success in Mississippi. Instead, we fall back on responding to the stuff that's in the 24-hour news cycle because it's easier. Yeah. But if, you, if you're like me and you've spent your whole life in Mississippi and you've got kids who live in Mississippi, and Lord willing, you're going to end up dying in Mississippi, none of that stuff actually makes a long-term difference. Stuff we were mad about a year ago because it was in the news cycle, we don't even remember now. Yeah. And then we get outraged about the next thing. And we... We, it is a colossal distraction from what is important. And when you finally take on something that is important, you can't expect everything at once. But it is worth the fight. And I would say it was worth having a fight on do we believe that people deserve to have more money in their pockets, that they ultimately are the drivers of economic growth, or do we believe that we should just be dependent on big government? And I think we've had that fight, and I think we've really, in a substantial way, move towards the side that says, we believe that the ultimate driver of economic growth, prosperity, and well-being for people is the individual themselves, and we want to empower them to be able to keep more of their money, to invest it in their families, their businesses, and their communities. And that, in my mind, is something worth celebrating. I totally agree. And more importantly, and I've sounded this bell so often on on the program, is we, we need more knowledge workers in the state. We spend an awful lot of money on K-12 education, most of that is geared towards advancing those graduates to college. They go to these great colleges in our state, they get their degrees, and they immediately bolt. We're essentially subsidizing the other states, if you think about it. Well, if we can create a more favorable environment to launch a business for entrepreneurship, maybe we can keep more of those folks here and they can become the employers of the future, employ more of those knowledge workers who make more money and spend more money and buy more of those assets. All of that lifts us all up, and 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 this is this is a piece of the puzzle to create such an environment, and I, that's the way I'm looking at this. Uh, yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think sometimes we just need to step back and make sure that we don't spend more time talking about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock than we do about how we create an environment <laughs> for our kids that's to succeed. That's the fodder in. on the program. You can hang around. Yeah. We'll talk some more. We've got another segment coming up with uh, Russ Latino, president of Empower Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Southerner. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 81. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 59. Your Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 84. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 66. And for your Wednesday, a 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 82. 
this weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Your Mississippi Braves are back at Trustmark Park to defend their league title in 2022. Help us celebrate during the opening weekend, April 8th through 10th. First 1,000 fans on Friday, April 8th receive a championship pint glass and stay after the game for post-game fireworks. Early arriving fans on Saturday, April 9th will get a magnetic schedule plus stay after the game for another post-game fireworks show. The opening homestand concludes with Sunday Family Fun Day on April 10th with a 2.05 p.m. matinee. For tickets and more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Lawmakers are close to a deal on spending close to one and a half of the $1.8 billion in federal money our state will receive through the American Rescue Plan. We will hold back about 350 to $400 million to just see what parts we didn't fund enough and what needs to be plussed up for next year. But we'll spend the majority of our money with about half of that being devoted strictly to infrastructure, water, and sewer projects for yep. cities, counties, and rural water associations. House Speaker Pro Temp Jason White told us they're looking at spending it in other areas as well. We're looking at spending a significant amount of money with mental health and child protective services to kind of maybe shore that up a little bit and get us in a position to, if not settle those lawsuits, we could see the light on them. Some money to catch us up on this backlog of autopsies with Department of Public Safety. We're going to plow about 40 or 50 million in the workforce through our new Accelerate Mississippi. 
Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Midday Super Talk Mississippi from the Element Well Studios. Kicking off a brand new week. Bad weather rolling into the Magnolia State this Wednesday. We'll keep you abreast of all those developments. So, question on the ceasefire tax line a household making 80000 a year, how does this help those families? I uh, actually did, Russ, and I know you have too. I put together a little analysis that I posted on uh, my social media this morning that uh, shows that by year. So it goes into effect 2023, the 4% bracket is uh, eliminated. So in a household where both spouses work, that would be a $400 savings in 2023. In 2024, 530 2025 661 All the way down to 2026, uh, savings to the household making $80,000, both spouses working $834, and, and that would be effective 2026 and would continue unless we change it, perhaps lower it even more. But right now, as drafted, that's the way that would work. For an individual making 40000 that too would start out at 200 bucks in 2023 of savings all the way up to 2026 where it increases to $417. So $417 for an individual, $834 for a couple making 80000 filing joint combined return that effective 2026. And I think a lot of folks are surprised to find out that adds up to $525 million of revenue uh, that the state would not receive. Well, that in in concert with the fact that there are now people who will pay no income tax. Oh, that's right. Because the exemption has gone up. And th- this, is, um, this is a point that constantly gets brought up is um, the idea that reforming the tax code, anytime you talk about reforming the tax code in a way that results in a tax relief or, or tax cut, people say, well, that only benefits wealthy people. Um, and, and it bears pointing out that we will have the largest exemption in the country 
which means that there are all sorts of people who literally now will not pay uh, income tax, and those are the people that are the ones that are struggling the most, that are on the low-income side of the spectrum. Um, and so there's real tax relief built in on the front end. One of the things that I saw somebody say online over the weekend was, well, a flat tax is regressive. <laughs> I, literally, I literally said, you just need to get a dictionary, because um, <laughs> a flat tax is not in any way regressive or progressive. It is flat. That's right. Right? Um, but well, it's more regressive than the current structure. Would you agree? Would you buy into that? Uh, or less progressive Agreed. than the current totally, structure. Totally, totally right? agree. But, but by definition, a flat tax is flat. Um, now, Mississippi's tax code will remain progressive in that there is a large segment of our population, either working poor or not working, that will pay no income tax. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's worth remembering that when you hear that sort of scare tactic. The other thing worth remembering is. You know, when you talk about top rates um, in the federal context, people think of people who are making billions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars, and they're getting the top rate in a structure that has, what, seven different brackets. Yeah. Here, we're talking about income over $10,000. Right. Right. Taxable income over $10,000 is what is subject to that flat tax rate under this bill, at what 4%. is currently subject to the 5% bracket, um, at 4%, so a lower amount. We're not talking about something that only benefits the quote-unquote wealthy. We're talking about something that benefits anybody that's got more than taxable, more than $10,000 of taxable income. You know, and, and the last thing I just want to mention, because this is another sort of pain point uh, or, or argument, is, oh, this means we're cutting education, or we're cutting core government services. Let's be abundantly clear, two years of back-to-back billion-dollar surpluses, the legislature is about to spend, in new recurring spending, between four and $500 million this year, primarily driven by teacher pay raises and public sector pay raises. Um, and so the idea that we're going to have to make cuts is just counter the evidence. The legislature is actually investing about half of the surplus into government. And then you've got $1.8 billion of ARPA money for infrastructure projects still waiting to be dispensed. And oh, by the way, our education system received $2.6 billion under the COVID relief packages over and above the 2.5 that normally gets appropriated. So we were literally doubled the amount of money on an annual basis that was available for education. So this this notion that by giving people who earned it tax relief somehow cuts against investment and core functions like education is just counter the evidence. And it's so counter the evidence that it is either uh, from a place of ignorance and that not understanding what the legislature has actually done in terms of spending, or it is malicious and disingenuous. Because the reality is there are a lot of people making these arguments that know that the legislature has doubled down on some of these investments. They know how much money is sitting on the sideline waiting to be invested. And they're not pointing that out when they're talking about supposedly what's going to end up in cuts. Yeah, and and we should also point out, as as I know you have seen as well, there are a lot of folks uh, that would like to see education cut, I mean, dramatically just want to cut expenses in education dramatically. The governor said before we even started the session, his top priority, he said that on on the show here, was a teacher pay raise, which we just passed. 
But there are uh, many in our state that uh, oppose that raise. I've seen people that actually favor a teacher pay cut. Uh, I've seen uh, folks that, of course, uh, would uh, like to see consolidation of school districts, but I've not seen any specific plan on how that would work. Getting that through the legislature is pretty tough. Getting a, a cut? A, a cut or even consolidation of di- a massive consolidation of districts. Well, wholesale. First of all, I think if you pulled that idea, you'd find that it was horribly unpopular. I totally agree. Most people recognize the value that's being created by teachers in their communities. Yeah. I think most people want to make investments in teachers. Um, how you do it matters, right? Targeting it in a way that makes sure that we fill teacher shortages uh, matters if that's one of the goals. Targeting in a way that makes sure that the people who are bringing the most value to the table get rewarded for the value that they're creating in the in the classroom matters an awful lot. But but clearly the governor said it was his number one priority. He did. The speaker, Chairman Bennett, Lieutenant Governor, Chairman DeBar, all made that a big priority. You know, I, I do think it brings up sort of an interesting question though about the way that we think about public sector work. And I do think there's the potential to save money, not by cuts to salaries, um, but by rethinking the way that we compensate people in government. And you and I have talked about this offline, yeah. yep. but for a long time, sort of the, the, the hard conservative approach is, oh, we should be cutting government worker salaries, we should be putting hard caps on how much they make. And I would argue that a more philosophically conservative, market-based approach would be to say, you know what, we're going to give you agency, name the agency, the agency of vacuum cleaner sales, that doesn't exist, so I'll use it as an example. We're going to give you a labor or personnel budget that's 5% less than what we gave you last year. But you get to pay people what you think they're worth, and you get to fill the positions you think you actually need. And the end result of that would be transformative in Mississippi. You know, there are examples that I could give of agencies that are capped at, you know, $90,000 for a certain kind of specialist, and that specialist in the market is worth $300,000 a year. Right. Well, then what you end up having happening, instead of hiring that one guy that that would have fetched $300,000 a year, which is a lot of money, you hire 10 $90,000 people. So you've made a $900,000 investment to try and cover up the deficit that's created by not hiring the right expertise. Right. And it's stuff like that that you're a business guy who ran a company. It's stuff like that that's maddening. I agree. And it's, uh, it's, it's just kind of the legacy approach we've used in compensation, as you know, in government. And uh, it, it is a, it's a deep, complex discussion. But I'm all for it. I think it needs to happen. And I think we'd find uh, that government would improve dramatically. You know, one thing, it's a small thing, but uh, get your take on it, I'd like to see, is uh, government would no longer be prohibited from covering uh, credit card fees. Uh, And the reason I say that is because you ever been down to the tax collector's office at the end of January? I encourage all of our audience to do that. You will see stacks of envelopes that would just blow your mind. Because somebody sits there and enters all those checks it's more than one person, by the way, because people won't go online and do business with the government because they got to pay the credit card fees. Because by state law, public sector entities can't absorb that. May not be popular politically, but you could probably eliminate a lot of headcount if we could tr- transition government transactions to uh, digital. I think uh, modernization is a 
big component of getting this right from a, a government efficiency standpoint. I think the other thing is just fundamentally, we've got to ask ourselves, do we really want better government services or do we want government employment agencies? Yeah, I totally agree. Because if we really want better government services, we can do a lot better. It's the Milton Friedman adage about going to China or Southeast Asia and seeing people digging with shovels and saying, why aren't you using modern machinery? <laughs> And they said, well, this is a jobs program. He said, well, then why aren't they using spoons? We need to stop using spoons, Gerard. Totally we, agree. We need to get to the point that we modernize and focus on efficiencies. We can deliver better services at better rates to the taxpayer. We can have a more thriving economy. I totally agree. I'm just suggesting that this this prohibition of absorbing credit card fees is a great example That's all I was it. trying to point out. There's a lot more to that. Russ, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for coming in today. I'm sure we'll talk some more soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. Russ Latino, president of Empower Mississippi, has been our guest here on Middays. We got another segment and then Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Stay with us. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com benefits. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress, let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The USDA has announced the launch of the Meat and Poultry Processing Capacity Technical Assistance Program to provide technical assistance to meat and poultry grant applicants and grant-funded projects. Processors and applicants involved in the Meat and Poultry Inspection Readiness Grant Program and the Meat and Poultry Processing Expansion Program can access this technical assistance. The USDA is also announcing that it is now accepting applications for the $23.6 million available in the competitive grant funding available through the Meat and Poultry Inspection Readiness Grant Program. 
Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says this is a true partnership to help meat and poultry processors and grant applicants diversify processing ownership throughout the country. For more information, go to usda.gov meats. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Are we going to do this? Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Keep rolling. Three, two, one. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays from the Element Well Studios, Super Talk, Mississippi. Really appreciate uh, Russ Latino coming in and grateful uh, for his efforts on this important policy as well. And, you know, folks, this, this is good policy. I, I certainly understand that this present bill stops short of phasing out of the income tax, but keep in mind that was done even in the bill last year, which increased the sales tax as an offset, is 10 years. I was for that, and I know a lot of people oppose the increase in sales tax, which, by the way, our sales tax, like we've said, is still less than the neighboring states. Tennessee, 9.14%. Um, but in that also, of course, gets more people involved in, in paying something, because now we've got a lot of people with this policy, which I think is very good policy, and, and Russ made a great point of that, uh, $18,300 and less for an individual, that individual has no income tax liability. Thirty-six six for a working couple, no income tax liability, highest in the country. So that will, in effect, remove some folks off the tax rolls. Uh, and it's, but it's still because it reduces the effective rate on all income taxed once fully implemented. Uh, actually, at, um, once fully implemented by 2026, but uh, above ten thousand uh, dollars is is only what will be taxed in 2023 because the four percent bracket's going away. Well, there's a one percent decrease, so everybody gets some relief. That, to me, is the best part about this plan. It truly does distribute the relief, the income tax burden, 
across the spectrum of incomes. We already had a fairly flat um, income tax structure in Mississippi because income over $10,000 was taxed at the same rate regardless of the amount of income. So we are, it was already fairly flat. So now we're reducing that down to 4% over that three-year period, which is good. So I think this is truly a good, a good bill, and it's a win-win, and it's not over. We're going to still work on full elimination of the income tax. That's still in the offing, and there's still an interest in doing that, I can assure you. We're going to still work on that. This gives us a little time. I will say again, I am deeply concerned about the macroeconomic headwinds that are approaching that could have uh, a negative impact on revenue collections. We've enjoyed tremendous revenue collections, excess revenue collections in the state of Mississippi the last couple of years, a fair amount of that driven by the helicopter money, the federal government. You know, you've also seen, Rhino, some some, uh, reports about uh, communities municipalities especially that are worried about getting this ARPA money out there. We're, I think, one of only four states remaining to allocate that. But I want folks to think about that for a second. It's almost, it's almost as if, and I'm not, I'm not being critical of those folks. I just wanted to explain the context here. Without COVID, this money doesn't exist. This came from a misguided bill passed by the Biden administration about this time last year, $1.9 trillion. That's where this money's coming from. So, on the one hand, you certainly can't suggest and, and call for responsible federal spending. Let's, get, let's rein in spending. Let's get control of our deficit and debt. But on the other hand, hey, i got to have that money right now. What? <laughs> That's what's going on here. And guess what? You know that higher price you're paying at the pump, the grocery store, and all the other inflation? This is what caused it. It was that bill that had as big, if not the biggest, impact on the present inflationary environment as anything. And one of the things I want to point out that Democrats are going to struggle with in the midterms, you know where the number one hot spot is in this country for inflation in terms of the community that is experienced the most across the board? Scottsdale, Arizona. Wall Street Journal reported this. A hamburger? 19 bucks. 19 bucks at a local dive there uh, near Scottsdale's McCormick Ranch community. I've played golf there. McCormick Ranch is actually a resort by that many times. Uh, they are experiencing the highest rate of inflation. And why is that important? Because there's a pretty important Senate seat that's up for re-election coming up this fall. And uh, we'll see where that goes. That's currently held by, what's his name, Rhino Mark, the Democrat, the husband of the... Um, the husband of the rep that was shot out there. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, Mark Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see where all that goes. But, folks, this is a good bill. This tax bill is a good bill. It's it's not – I shouldn't describe it as the best we could get. I really should describe it as it is a good bill and a down payment and a start on getting to where we ultimately want to be, which is running our state without a state income tax. We're going to keep working on that. This is a good plan, a good start. Folks are going to have more money in their pocket effective next year with a 4% bracket being gone. 
We are out of time here on Middays. Man, it went in a hurry. We appreciate you so much for joining us today. We'll be back in the studios again tomorrow. Super Talk Mississippi Outdoors up next. Stay safe. God bless. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.